Rookie Fever, the show that looks closely at NFL rookie values all year long. With your hosts, Swagzilla Zero G. We can't all be winners. And Mike, the feverish Fidero. It's never in a vacuum! Nothing is in a vacuum! The Rookie Fever Podcast. We're just having fun and we're working, baby. That's it, baby. They come. Wait, wait. Welcome back to Rookie Fever. This is an episode with the feverish Fidero and that Swagzilla and Swagzilla Zero. That trailed off a little bit, Swags. You all right? I thought it was awesome. <laughs> like, I'm sitting here like, that was dope. And you're like, you trailed off a little bit. I was I was worried about you. I thought you were sinking like, that in your was, chair. That was dope. That you're having, like, one of those moments. No. No. And I'm here, as always, with Fever Rich for Nebro. We should sing that. Well, you can. I think you have a wonderful singing voice. You... Should do some harmonies. <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> like some clapping, like feverish. Fanero. See, you're getting it. <laughs> so, if anybody forgot, this week we're doing more landing spots, quarterbacks, and running backs. As I'm putting my guys together to get ready for this show, I'm thinking, you know. Maybe Fenero had a reason he wanted to separate the tight ends and the wide receivers. Maybe it would have made more sense if we did that. Just maybe. Maybe it would have made more sense. Because I'm getting into it. And Fenero, I don't know if you you had this problem too, but you're when you start to look at like the quarterbacks. Yes. Okay, like landmines or or spots you like, it's almost just like correct me if I'm wrong, but we're we're digging for opportunity, right? Correct. Fernero, you didn't even say hi tonight. I just started the show. How the hell are you, dude? I was How's very distracted. We had singing. We had uh, trailing off that wasn't actually trailing off. I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. We got the combine coming up this weekend. Get some numbers. Get some more measurables. I know people joke around, say it doesn't count, but it absolutely does. We're going to have some of these wide receivers jump up the ranks because of how fast they are. We're going to have. We're going to find out how tall Bryce Young is. Fun stuff like that. We are, and man, I'm in the middle on that one, Fenero. Right in the middle? Like, it, like the value of it? I'm or... closer to it not mattering, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I'm not right in the middle. I'm closer to it not mattering. I think we're supposed to say how fun it is, and we're supposed oh. to say how much it matters. And I think that it's awesome. I think that it's fun. I think it's exciting. I think that it's entertaining. I think that you do get some ideas, it doesn't make our hits or misses any easier. Um, Funny, I think I think we're supposed to hate it and make fun of it. I think that's what we're supposed to do. That's all this community does is is make fun of it and then afterward change their rankings accordingly. Man, that's the part that bothers me the most. The part that bothers me the most is all we do is talk about how it doesn't matter and how it's underwear Olympics and it's a waste of time. Move on. We're not going to know anything until draft capital. And then literally all everybody and their mother is talking about speed. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like I don't know. I guess I just don't talking about speed. I guess I just NFL don't see that. It. Yeah, I don't. I see it, like speed. everybody starts to talk a hell of a lot about everything. And there's you, usually you see nothing that slows rookie fever down. Correct. And the combine included it just like continues to propel 
until you get to that day where everybody's like, I have to redo all my rankings now that landing spots happened. Very true. And that's kind of where I'm at. And I, I feel like, oddly, we have to remind ourselves of this every year. So I feel like it's, I love the combine and stuff like that from an entertainment standpoint. Um, I mean, totally different because this is the end game, but you're going to the draft. Like that, that kind of stuff is, is fun to watch. I like to be a part of it. I think it does have some meaning to your point, Fanero. And that's why at first I said I'm kind of in the middle, but I'm probably a little bit more like what's going to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. In, in, landing spots free agency we have so much coming up and that's why even some of these with to my point of um you separating the wide receivers and tight ends and having the what i think you had it set up to go wide receivers quarterbacks am i right or was it running backs so basically the tight ends and the quarterbacks are the the to me were like the the shortest lists so i was Mm -hmm. trying to trying to separate those two because running backs and tight ends tend to be bigger and so, and a lot of it with the running backs and quarterbacks for me, I think that free agency can change that a little bit more yeah. than 100%. some of the wide receivers and tight ends. Totally agree with you. Like that's, that's quite a bit when I was digging into these quarterback landing spots. Um, you have to look at like what the team is most likely going to do, right? If they're like a win yeah. now team, like, and they're picking late, and they were a playoff team and like for example like Vegas you know that's like a really good example it's like is Vegas really picking up a rookie quarterback to replace Carr you know what i mean like that's it it might be a really nice landing spot for a rookie but how likely is that like it just right. doesn't feel like that's probably going to be a thing so yeah yeah it almost becomes like a free agency show and that's not what this is uh we'll probably well, have one but, of those but later but no but to your point then because like we are just speculating here and then if the Raiders do show that that's the direction that they want to go, what does happen with Devontae Adams? Because now th- I think they're not showing us they want to win. They're showing us they're probably going into a rebuild of some sort. What happens with Josh Jacobs? Like, does their need become everything could change with a move yeah. like that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's the funnest part about free agency. And it hasn't even really started. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, Geno Smith. Uh, Brissett, Garoppolo, Darnold, Mayfield, Mike White, all unrestricted free agents. Derek Carr, obviously, is now a free agent. Aaron Rodgers, rumors, will he be traded? Will he not be a quarterback? You know, there's a lot. Justin Fields, rumors, will they go for a rookie and trade Fields? Like, Trey Lance, like, there's there's, there's names out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's names out there that, to your point, makes a part of this very difficult to to kind of evaluate as far as like what are the juicy landing spots for our rookies yeah well and then another difficult one for me is i'm trying to think of the teams where even though i know hypothetically we want to see our quarterbacks wait but i'm trying to think of teams where the quarterback gets that year one opportunity to make it a juicy landing spot at least for show's sake and the one that came to mind, I guess we're starting with quarterbacks. I, I had a hard time outside of opportunities finding just a landmine of a spot for the quarterbacks. But I think this fits good into your points of what you're saying with some of these other moving parts was the Jets. Because mm-hmm. the Jets now, you we think they're probably going to get a vet. Maybe Derek Carr. 
maybe Jimmy G, maybe Aaron Rodgers. We just don't know, though. There's so much. But, man, if they end up, none of that works out, and they end up with one of these quarterbacks drafting them, I'm out. I'm freaking out on that. I don't I don't care. If they got it right, they're going to make it wrong. Right. So that's that's the one landing spot that, like, and I actually don't think they draft a quarterback. But that's the one where if it doesn't work out for them and there's a situation where they need to, I'm out on that guy. I don't care about their weapons. I, I don't care about anything. No, that's a good example. I actually have um, two teams kind of like that. Not necessarily that the out on, but they didn't make either of my lists. They didn't make a juicy landing spot list. They didn't make a landmine list. It just they're teams that are being talked about for a quarterback. And I feel like they I feel like I know what they're already going to do. And that's Detroit and Seattle. Detroit and Seattle mm. are nice places for quarterbacks, I think. I think Detroit's one of the one of the sneakiest best places for a quarterback, but I think they're sticking with golf. I felt that way because I think golf just knocked it out of the park this year and I think they're they're going to ride golf this this year and they're not going to draft a QB. And I think that Seattle is probably going to re-sign Geno. So I think I think we kind of know what those teams are going to do and the, so I couldn't put either of those place either of those teams that are uncertain quote unquote, I don't even want to say that Detroit's uncertain about golf, but there's enough rumors slash we heard it all last year, right? Yeah. Malik was supposed to go there. Like I, I'm convinced that they're pretty damn happy with golf actually. Like not yeah. that not that golf is the guy this year. I, I think they're actually pretty happy. The chemistry's there, all of it. So like why, with why you there and I'm with you on Seattle and I'll even add that I feel like if they don't sign Gino, they're willing to give Drew Locke a try, dude. <laughs> That's possible. I, I really do. I, but I think they're going to try to re-sign Gino. And um, I did jot down two middle-of-the-road teams, kind of like you did there with Detroit and Seattle, mm -hmm. of ones that I was just kind of like, ah, what's going to happen here? And that's the Ravens and the Packers. Sure. Yeah. And kind of the same thing here with Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson, waiting to see what's going to happen with those guys. And I think – if there's quarterback changes there and it's a rookie, I think that there's spots that we might get too excited about. Yeah. You might even want to throw Tampa Bay in there. Yeah. Tampa Bay is like around that same thing. Like, is Tampa Bay going to stick with Trask? Is can't Tampa Bay going to draft a rookie? Tampa Bay feels like another team that's like, I mean, honestly, maybe the whole overall point to this is there's not enough quarterbacks to go around. We've been saying that for like what, yeah. three years Tampa now? Tampa Bay would almost need to move up, right? They're, they they put themselves in a position with Brady yep. trying to compete. As soon as he came back, like like the year he retired, the, I'm sorry, the 40 days he retired, I was thinking, damn, Tampa Bay really screwed this up. They don't have anybody at quarterback. Yeah. I don't think Trask is ready. I don't know if Trask ever will be. I don't know enough about Trask, but they don't seem to like him enough. But they don't have anything prepared either. Like they don't have any plan. No, but I think they like I think they like Kyle Trask enough to put him in a Davis Mills position you for think? a year. Okay. It's and possible. that's not liking you much at all. That's pretty yeah. much saying like we, we like you enough to have you help us find a better replacement by sucking mm -hmm. with this team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. I remember I remember thinking when the Pittsburgh Steelers had Ben all those years and we knew that Ben was falling off a cliff and I didn't feel like they had a plan. They eventually drafted a quarterback very late in the first because they could. And that's their guy right now. Um, I feel like that's where Tampa Bay eventually goes if it's this year or next. Yeah. Or if they try to get somebody free agency. But 
There's only so much to go around. Yeah, there really is, man. And then after that, I just kind of like looked at the teams where I felt like there were opportunities and really strong needs for quarterbacks. Right. And there's a lot. So do you have any juicy landing spots for our rookies? I mean, I have a couple that I think that you could see, like, I wouldn't mind seeing, like, an Anthony Richardson with the Texans or the mm. Falcons. Falcons, even. I kind of like the Falcons more, going to Kyle Pitts and Drake London. Yep, yep, that's a good one. I think that his athletic skill set and being a little bit of a runner, I think he could open up the game a little bit, only having those weapons at this point. They probably get a running back, too. You'll probably hear more about the Falcons in this show. I like the idea of one of the top two quarterbacks in this class going to Indianapolis. I think that's a nice yes, landing spot. Colts are, yeah, absolutely. I get excited about Indianapolis probably a tad bit more than I would get excited about Atlanta, but I do, in fantasy at least, think of the Atlanta spot is just as juicy. Yeah. Because anybody who owns Panthers, Drake, Drake London. Yep. Throwing to DJ yep. Moore. Yep. I have the Panthers on my list. I also added Washington. I yeah. thought Washington was a nice spot. They have Terry McLaurin. They got our boy Dotson from last Not year. Not believe in the Sam Howell rumors. Well, I, the Sam Howell thing, I think, might actually even happen. But I could see if they get – if Washington got a guy that was ready now, and I don't think that they're in reach of that kind of guy, um, but he, they could get one of these developmental guys. Like I think Richardson's in that, in that, in that discussion as far as developmental. You could go there and go Howell for one year and bring Richardson in year two. I can see that happening. Yeah, do you but do you think that do you think that Washington and I'm not saying they don't draft Richardson, but do you think that Washington held out Howell all year long to play him for a game to have him be a bridge quarterback to the next guy? I don't think that was the plan. I agree with you there. I think it might be the cards that they're now dealt. But I think I think if Howell was good enough they would have started him sooner. If I felt like I felt like the opportunity was there, and that's why I kind of think if they drafted Richardson, they're starting him sooner. Yeah, fair enough. Like fair Howell enough. won't have that leash. I don't think they'll. They need some excitement there in Washington. I agree with you, and I think they honestly, I think Washington can win. Um, yeah, they have they have a lot of parts. Yeah. You want to talk about a squad? I mean, their D is good, O line's good. They have enough at running back. They certainly have enough at wide receiver. Maybe yeah. they need a tight end, um, but all around, it's a good team. It's just it's, it's that that QB is is kind mm -hmm. of an important deal in the NFL, and they don't really have an answer yet. Yeah. I'm not counting out how. Um, I just think it's more of a long shot, considering that every team in the NFL passed on them several times. It's, it's just a little more of a long shot. And so you had the Texans, I actually Falcons. Had the, I actually had the Texans. I, the Texans are on my landmine list. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Houston is absolutely going to get a quarterback. We all know it, and I think Houston is a really shitty place to go. Hmm. Um, I just I I don't think they have any proven pass catchers. I think we talked about this a little bit last week when we were going. No, to the that's receivers. a good point. Yeah, you know, Mechie, we don't know who he is. We want something nice to happen. Nico Collins, I think, is a is a wide receiver too at best. They have no tight end. They have twenty six rated offensive line according to PFF. This is a really shitty situation for a quarterback to walk into. So um, C.J. Stroud goes there. Are you out? No, I'm not out on the guy. I just uh -huh. feel I just feel like you're 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 not going to be happy for the first couple of years. 
you know, that's going to be a very high draft pick. That's going to be like a 101 or a 102. I'm sorry. It's going to be a 102, 103 in your super flex. And yeah. it's, it's going to be a rough pick. It's, it's, it's going to be, there's, there's no way that guy, think about how many really good quarterbacks go to decent teams and don't have good seasons. You know, I just don't see, we're not talking about either of these QBs as being generational, by the way. We're just talking about them being a lot better than last year's class. And, right. I, and Houston's just a shitty landing spot. And, and, and that's going to be your 102. You know, that's just rough. Mm-hmm. Um, you got a QB and he's going to be there for five years. So, that's awesome, um, but I just feel like he's going to be—he's going to be tough to start for the first two. That's just a total guess. But I just—I what, what I'm the, the part I'm not guessing about is the team around the quarterback, which is kind of important. The yeah. team around the quarterback is not good. I, I it, just across the board, it's not good. No, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. They get a little help in the in the draft, though. I mean, they'll get what some about, young guys. What about the Saints? Land landmine as well for me. <laughs> hmm. I don't mind the Saints, man. Yeah, you don't mind the Saints because you you like a little Chris, Chris Olave. You like the you like the running backs, but I think I think the thing for me for the Saints is is it's not the same Saints, right? Like it's not Sean Payton Saints. It's it's not um, it's 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 another team with a bottom three offensive line. It's a team with an aging running back. He's a stud running back, but he's, you know, like. Oh, I don't even know if I care about Kamara. It's just. Like, it's a, as it's a part a, of the team, you know. It's another tough team for me to think that it's a great landing spot. It should be very interesting to see because I think this is a team that almost fits into that 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 weird list that we were kind of creating before we dug into juicy Maybe landing spots. Maybe get too excited about. Yeah, kind of. Um, or it's going to be like, that's where a car goes. Mm. something like that and i yeah, feel like i, I, feel I do like, think that they are looking for a vet there yeah so i feel like you know car is kind of you know, what's car he's like a, a high end two maybe you know like an 18 19 20 area qb going to a team that used to be really good for several years with no sean payton um i don't know i i feel like i feel like he could be okay there and i feel like the saints could be okay I, uh, not much more That's, yeah kind of i think somebody could get excited about that thinking it's the saints and thinking chris olave and 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 just kind of getting excited about that and i feel like it's it that could be yeah, i i, I think you're on to something i think the saints will have that allure for sure yeah and i mean you'll even people will even think michael thomas they'll be like oh see yeah. The, yeah, michael yeah, yeah. thomas now michael thomas is gonna want to play and yeah I, I hear what you're saying yeah but it's still with the quarterbacks, that was kind of it for me. It was like kind of finding opportunities mm-hmm. and then like trying to sort of have, you know, narrative yeah. street in my head of what yeah. might happen in free agency. The so, only other one I had um, was Tennessee as a landmine. Mm, because I feel yeah. like people know that Tannehill's on the way out. So they're looking again. They're looking at Chigo. They're looking at Burks. And they're like, oh, wow, you know, Tennessee is just a you know a game away from a playoff team put a quarterback on that team we got business and it's the same thing like this is another well i'm sorry this is the worst offensive line of football you know this is, this is not is and again it's it's they Traylon should trade derrick henry i don't get it yeah right yeah it's 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 the engine that runs this team and and it's it's the it's it's something i'm going to bring up when we start talking about the running backs as well let's start talking about some running backs as well <laughs> I think there's there's anywhere between 
one and three, and I'm going three, like, big, juicy landing spots for running backs. Like, just big ones. And I know you have at least one of my three on your list. And I'm going to just say that one right off the bat and get it out of the way. You have Miami on your list. Oh, yeah. I do have Miami. I was trying to think of the three that you're saying are huge. So, Miami, I agree. I agree with that. (laughs) Miami, Um, Miami is a great landing spot for a running back. They they did they have a lot going for them on offense and that stable piece running the ball running the rock is all they need to really really be an impressive offense. The so Bills. I think, oh no, um, I was still talking about Miami, but the other. No, I'm just you, trying to guess those. I'm trying to guess the Bills. I'm is funny to... that you mentioned the Bills, Swags. I had the Bills on both of my lists, and this is what I'm going to say about the Bills. If the Bills draft the right guy with the right draft capital, I'm in, <laughs> and the wrong guy with the wrong draft capital, and I'm out. What I mean by that is... That's too easy. I want a bruiser that's picked in the you, second yeah. or third round. Oh, second Barkley. or third round. Barkley on the Bills. Bruiser. All right, that's- so we got to get back to the guessing game. Stay at the guessing game, okay? Um, so we have Miami, not the Bills. Correct. And then there's two other amazing spots. Amazing. That- Amazing. I might like them more than Miami if I really think about it hard enough. Uh, and they're in this, I'll give you some clues. They're in the same division together. Uh, One of them went to the Super Bowl. The Eagles? Eagles and Dallas are outstanding landing spots. Huh. Yeah. See, Dallas, I have like in that middle of the road area, kind of, I did the same thing I did for my quarterbacks. Really? I, I think were one of those teams I put in kind of that area where um, I think like people will get too excited just from watching how excited people got about like Pollard over the last couple of years and um, the Dallas offense that's been waiting for a running back after Zeke. Like, I think it'll be a good spot to your point. I don't think it's like a, a crappy spot for a running back. I don't think it's a landmine by any means. Right. I think it's just a spot that's in gonna, that middle for you. Yeah, pre- well, to your point, draft capital. I don't. I don't think I'd hate it though, man. If like the right guy was there, I I, <laughs> I could totally like love that yeah, spot. That. So I, I get it. There, there's some there's some narratives you have to write for Dallas. Um, I I personally believe that Elliot, even if he stays, is going to stay for a lesser amount of money. He's already been conceding somewhat to Pollard. Pollard, as a free agent, on the other hand, I think is very likely to go find a home and a whole bunch of money. So we got Saquon, which I feel is staying. Jacobs, which I feel like they're going to probably have him stay. You have Montgomery, Sanders, Pollard, mm-hmm. <laughs> Singletary, Hunt, Harris. Um, there's there's a lot of running backs. The, unlike the wide receivers, there's a lot of running backs that are coming into the open market. And one could argue that that might be a way that Dallas could kind of keep their guy. But my narrative on why Dallas would be a great landing spot is assuming that Pollard gets lost in free agency. Yeah. So that is, that is a big maybe. So depending on how much you believe that you'll knock them down in, in your particular rankings. And then, you know, what you think of Elliot too. I think, again, I think Elliot, it feels like Elliot has lost more than a couple steps. Let's put it that way. He, he can be good in spurts. There's no doubt, but I kind of feel like he, he's, he's, his body is is kind of done and you can yeah. only get so much of those spurts out of him in another year. I think he just, I think he might and Dallas might just want him to stay there for namesake and not yeah. see him on another team. But I don't think that that's going to be Elliot anymore. And I see, I think if, if Dallas picks someone in the, even in the third round, I would get very excited. 
still a top 10 yeah. uh, offensive line as well. And then Philadelphia, is that a middle ground for you as well? Not not digging that one maybe because it hurts um, his I rushing mean, man, ability? Miles Sanders, like, absolutely, I think, showed us who he was this year. He overexceeded the expectations that I had for him this year, even kind of buying him a little bit and, and – so I wouldn't agent. be surprised if they if they try to find a way to keep him. Okay, but if a running back goes there with the right draft capital and Miles Sanders isn't around, and I mean you're in Philly, you're you're probably a little bit closer to some of the noise. Yeah, I like that spot, dude. A strong team like that with yeah, that team needs they're a running the, back if they don't have Miles Sanders. They're an elite running back away from like being the best offense in the league. Yeah, they truly are. Like that, and they're also, and I hate to say this, but they're in prime spot for Bijan. Yeah. Somebody doesn't it, pick before them. I mean, they're, it, they're, that's, that, if, that's, a, yeah, that would be crazy if they fell. And, and don't, 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 I mean, don't so put it past Nero, I want to, I want to be clear for conversation's sake here. Like, if Bijan Robinson went to the Eagles, I'm ecstatic. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I love it. That's, can we uh, can we can we yeah, both agree that if Bajan goes pretty much to any team, we're gonna love it? Yeah, pretty much. But but that one, yeah, <laughs> you, you, yeah, definitely. I, I, I hear played you, that but... game in my head. I played my game. I play I, like the, I'm getting tired of hearing about a running back going to Detroit. To be quite honest, yeah, but it's funny. I really it, it's just getting it's getting like the same record from last year with the quarterback. But but regardless of that, they put Bijan there in Detroit, and it doesn't matter where you put him. I'm gonna like yeah. him almost anywhere. So yeah, I agree with you though. I get it. Philadelphia. I just got done saying no, elite running back. I don't think it's gonna be crazy though if Detroit drafts a running back a little bit later though to take over that Jamal Williams role. That or even just to honestly, man, if Swift is missing some time and 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 to have some insurance for that, I think is not a bad idea anyway. So even if it even if it's like yeah, even if it's like the what if kind of thing like what if like swift is this going to be this every year like yeah, what if it, we have to limit still a his deep touches? running back class like yeah. they could still yep. find like uh, so, yeah i wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they draft a running back i it's just, just don't the, think it's, it's going to be the first early round and, yeah it's just the first round talk seems like a little yeah. aggressive to me yeah i don't think many teams are going to be drafting running back in the first round unless it's like mid to late or somebody really wants Bajan robinson yeah so um uh, man, I think the Bills, I think if the Bills go after one this year, I think that it's going to be in, in the way that you said that big bruiser, because I agree that's what they need. They don't need another Devin Singletary or James Cook experiment. Right. They need a big bruiser, whether yep. it's through free agency or the draft. Like I think that that would make that team so much better. I and then the, the Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals are on my list. Honor is, uh, I believe this is his last year in Arizona. In, so let's say he plays this year in 2024, the last year of his deal, by the way. He'll be 29 years old and with only $2 million of dead money. So you're looking at Connor playing in 2023 and then being gone in Arizona in 2024. So any significant draft capital at all would get you pretty excited about an Arizona running back. Yeah. And I'm leaving out the part that that Connor has trouble staying on the field all, see, all, all yep. season long. I'm, I'm leaving that out. I'm just looking at the fact that he's 29 and in the last year of his deal. That's enough to get me excited. This is the year Arizona needs to replace Connor. Like, that's pretty clear to me. Yep. And then I like the Falcons. Yeah. Like, oh, I thought you weren't going to like the Falcons. I was I was a little nervous uh, to bring up the Falcons with you. I'm not I super you into Algier. 
Yeah, I think they need some juice, man. I think they need a guy with juice. Yep, and I like the Panthers. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Why are the Panthers not on my list? That is an erroneous mistake. Yes, absolutely the Panthers, dude. I have a sneaky one for you since I messed up the Panthers. Sneak it in. All right. What do you think think about the Minnesota Vikings? I, man, I thought about the Vikings. This one kind of depends turns me on, on the draft dude. capital and like <laughs> and what happens. But I, I don't think Dalvin Cook's backups are anywhere close to his talent level. Not Correct. saying they that that's easy to find either. But I don't think it's anywhere close. I don't think they have the next running back on the team, and I think they do need to start to look for it. Alexander Madison is a free agent. Um. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that that's crazy at all. They need to. They need to go shopping. It's either their own guy, Alexander I, Madison, or somebody I think else. That in the this draft. year, more than ever, if they do draft a running back, you want to have. You want to get a hold of him. Yeah, I dude, I agree. So, so wait, let, let's, and, let's and talk I'm happy about being wrong about that. Yes, honestly, even yeah. sort of like I was like on somebody like Hassan Haskins last year. Exactly. Yep. Let, let, let's talk a little bit more about Minnesota. So, so um, just run some scenarios. Uh, Minnesota picks a back in the third round. Still excited, right? Yeah. Third round's yeah. high. Third round's high. Yeah. Fourth round. Fourth round? Fourth round. The, the third round is like the new second and third round for running backs. I agree. I agree. Always minus a round or at least half a round. Yeah. Depending on where they're picking. So Minnesota picks a back in the third round. He's on my team. Like I'm telling yeah. you. Like that, Even that if is I, going, I don't care if I have Dalvin Cook or not. Me. Exactly. Yeah, I don't and, care and if I, I doubt, yep. I wonder if the community would see that coming. I think they will because I think I think the I think the Dalvin Dalvin Cook had his first like healthy season. Like he played every single game last year and he was yeah. RB10. That's a fall off for him RB10. He's been RB10, RB12, RB14, but you've always been able to say, "Well, he's missed 6 games. He missed 4 games." <laughs> yeah. You know, just 3 years ago he was RB2, right? Like he's he's always has this built-in, well, if you add 4 more games, he would be an RB5. Like this season he played the entire damn thing and just snuck in as an RB1. Um and we all talked about RB scoring being very low this year. So add that into the pocket. Like I I think this is a sneaky sneaky spot. It just depends on what they decide to do at quarterback for me. If they have to hit the reset button at quarterback and they don't re-sign Kirk Cousins, there's just more doubt across the board all over the place again. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. But if you look at this team as it is and you insert a brand new running back into this after Dalvin Cook, I want that running back. I really, yeah. really want that running back, especially as if he has any receiving jobs. I hear you. Yeah, I like that. I got That's some landmines. I have. I have just one. Ooh. So I might want to save my okay. landmine. <laughs> okay, so. Give me your landmines because I probably you, won't disagree. I'm going to tell you yours. Ooh, my single and one? I think you're very smart for having this as a landmine, feverish. Okay. And I have Denver as well. <gasps> Denver's not my landmine. Man. <laughs> I like the way you presented that, though. <laughs> but Denver, Denver's one of those spots that I, I just feel like I would. I think wanna. they need to draft a running back. I think they need somebody else. I think that that's the style of football they want. I sure. think that whether we like it or not, most most teams want a couple running backs, and I don't think Javante is going to be healthy right away. I think that just came out right that they were saying already, like in freaking February, they were saying so, he's going to miss games. When Denver drafts a running back, I'll be about as excited about him as I am whoever the Vikings draft. Mm. 
and and that's not saying much because that was a different kind of excitement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, sure. and uh, I think I'll be about that excited. <laughs> you want to take another s- guess or stab at my uh, landmine? I did hint towards uh, it earlier in the show, so that's why I thought you were actually going to get the right. Bears. No, the not the Rams. Bears. The Rams. <laughs> No, not the, the Rams. Bucks. No, not the Bucks. These are really interesting discussions. Um, all these guys. The Raiders. No. The Giants. No. Ah, I don't know. The Tennessee Titans. Oh yeah, yeah, I dig that. Yeah, and I mentioned it earlier. Worst offensive line in football. That's not where you want a running back to go. And the reason I pulled that was call, my hint. That was the hint. Yeah, early on I said when I get to the running backs <laughs> after I talked about the Tennessee offensive line. Um, yeah, so the big deal, I think the reason we talked about this a little bit last week too, it's kind of like this weird tendency that we all have. I shouldn't say we all, many of us have where we see a player and if that player leaves, and I think we used Hawkinson as an example, oh, I want the tight end that goes to Detroit because they had Hawkinson. So that would be their Hawkinson replacement or the, the Gronk thing before that. I think that could easily happen in Tennessee. A little bit happened with Haskins even, right? It's like, yeah. oh, you know, I got to get Haskins because, you know, that's going to be the next that's going to be the next running back. Like we have this tendency in our mind. Derrick Henry is just a different dude. You know what I mean? Like just because they draft somebody, I don't care if it's even in the second round, it's still the worst offensive line. We still don't know who's going to be the quarterback. Tannehill's probably gone. They have very little offensive weapons. It's a bad team to be a running back on. It's kind of like uh, even Pierce on Houston. Like Pierce is Pierce had a great season and he struggled against good teams because that team was just like, okay, I guess you're going to run with that guy. Okay, we'll just stop him <laughs> with everybody we have. Yeah. Like, it's just going to be the same thing in Tennessee. The reason Derrick Henry can go around all of that is because he's Derrick Henry. And even Derrick Henry had to get sneaky and crafty about it by catching the ball out of the backfield and getting past that bad offensive line. So you're yeah. asking somebody as a rookie to pull that off? And I promise you people will get excited in Tennessee because they already saw Derrick Henry miss a ton of time. There was a little bit of a decline on Henry this year, which we all saw. He's that much older, and they run the ball all the time. They run the ball all the time because it's Derrick Henry, not because yeah, and, it's and I agree with you. I think that part of it, too, though, is you can see sometimes when a team is looking for a type. Fair. Let's, let's use um, – I want to get away for this example. I want to get away from Tennessee, and I want to go – I want to go to the Chargers and you can see where when they're looking for a type and sure. with them, they've been looking for somebody to compliment Fit the system. Austin Eckler yeah. for in the second or third round yep. for years now. We've seen <laughs> yes, it. We've talked about it. And you can see that they're looking for a type. Right. At some freaking point, they're going to find it. Yeah, I agree. And by the time they do Swagzilla Zero G... Is probably going to be so sick of it because I, uh, you know what yeah, I mean, like yeah. that I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be over anymore. it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm probably, it. you know what I mean. Yeah. So back to Tennessee, you could see that they were looking for a type. Yep. When they drafted Haskins in case Henry went down, right? Not to compliment him, they made that clear. But then yep. when you see Henry go down and Haskins isn't doing well with his opportunities that he's been given, that's when you have to like. Find your opportunity to get out of Haskins and realize that this experiment's not working. It's not 
what you wanted to be, even as your, your handcuff to Henry, you want to get him to the Henry team or whatnot. So if they draft that type again, it's going to be kind of hard to not like notice what they're doing. Yep. You know what I mean? Even similar to like with, Buffalo was looking for something in James Cook that I don't think that was there. That's an experiment. They're trying to find somebody like the Giants are trying to find somebody in that like small speed dude in at wide yeah, receiver. Good point. Um, you can see when like teams have these patterns, like they're doing it for a reason because the, the NFL hit rate in itself is pretty small. And sometimes after you get rid of like Drake London and Garrett Wilson, you, you, you're, you're looking for something and you're trying to hit on a certain type. And you can see when teams are in those patterns. And sometimes I think they need to break away from them. Yeah. It's crazy. Like we, it's kind of like the outside looking in thing. Um, you think, Oh, well, what, what, what do two guys on Ricky fever know that, that the giants don't know? And, and I think, I think you're right. I think we do with it. We do this with our fantasy teams. We kind of get locked in. We think we know what we want. And the reality is if somebody else was to look at our team from an objective view, they would have, <laughs> they would have a different take on it. But we're like kind of, we have emotions invested. We have like these things stuck in. It's like, that's our guy. Um, I paid for a first for him for two years ago. Like we get stuck in these things. And I think NFL teams get stuck in this very same way. They're like, ah. Uh, we almost had that guy. Uh, his name is Kadarius Tony. He's had a bad, bad head on his shoulder. So let, 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 let's just get it. Let's get a smarter yeah. guy this time. And Wandale Robinson, and, and that'll be the guy that we needed. And then they realize, uh, oh, maybe they're just all the wrong guy. Like maybe we're looking for the wrong guy. You know, it's yeah. just, yeah. And, and, and I really don't want to see the Giants do that again. I think, I think the Giants are projected to absolutely 100% stone cold go wide receiver again and i swear to god if they try to buck the trend again and not just pick up one of these top three or four guys that are going to fall in their lap i'm going to get pissed yeah i really don't want them reaching for a wide receiver again freaking freaking trade down if you're going to do that yeah i hear you there so i i kind of rambled off my landmines yeah me too i'm all out as well i told you i just had the one (laughs) denver the bears i think they're both really good ones Rams, I think that I think that you should try to throw in some offers for Cam Akers, and then the Bucks, man. Yeah, I think the I think the Bucks are fine where they're at. I think they're just gonna just go. I think they're gonna let Fournette go because he's gonna be way too expensive. They're gonna try Rashad White. I don't. I'm not. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be too tempted unless unless significant draft capital is is made. And Fournette's I don't think that's the next Melvin Gordon. Yeah. yeah slash well, that, Todd Gurley slash Zeke. That's fantastic. I think the Melvin Gordon one's even better because Melvin Gordon's still did some stuff yeah like Fortnite's gonna do some stuff but it's gonna be for somebody else and yeah might as well drop them that's crazy <laughs> i know hurts, hurts a little bit but i looked at that year dude i looked at that draft class you know that was they were two top 10 running backs in the nfl Fournette and mccaffrey dude i forget what it was i think it was like two overall and six overall does that not well, seem like Delvin a decade Cook ago started that season just as strong but then he got hurt yeah, he did. Yeah. And then we also had Joe Mixon and Kareem Hunt in that. Kamara, I think, was in that one. And right? Kamara. Yeah. Yeah, that was and a crazy Kamara. class. But the fact that two running backs were picked in the top 10 NFL picks, yeah. that's just unheard of today. Like, we're talking about Bijan is generational. Bijan's not going to probably be picked in the top 10 picks. But this is, uh, and I might be able to find this history. I traded away Kareem Hunt. And got Barkley and Sutton. Wow. 
That's how crazy the Kareem Hunt like streak was that was going on there. Yeah, that that uh, he was hot in Kansas City for a hot minute. Yep. And then all the legal stuff happened. Yeah. And then just yeah. And that's what's man get out of Kamara too. Yeah, he seems he seems well. It's too late. I think he should have got out of Kamara yesterday, but yeah. Now um now you want too much. I got two first for him last off season. Yep. Now you like now people now it's just get out. Yeah, I agree. Like, stop trying too hard. Like, just yeah. get out. I agree. He's, a, you know, you remember when yeah. like we were hanging on to like Le'Veon Bell, yeah, <laughs> and we kind of kept thinking like value would reoccur and we could like yep. find a better out than what we had, but we, that like second you wish you took. <laughs> oh, dude, running backs are that way, man. They just explode <sighs> on rosters. It's crazy. Like yeah. they, they, they're they're the the hottest thing. Since slight spread and literally like just just two seconds later, they're no one. David Johnson's another name, like crazy yeah. drops in value. Just like David Johnson was like a like just a just an amazing asset for like two years. Yeah. And and then and then we were chasing that like, well, this. Well, no, no, this will happen. No, is it? No, yeah. he's, he's done. Chris Johnson, Arian Foster, like yeah. so many of those guys that just like you're kind of just like, dang, it's over. Carry on Johnson. He was hot for a hot minute. He, he had a he had a moment in time. <laughs> it was even shorter. It was even shorter. <laughs> he did have a moment in time. It was even shorter. Yeah, these guys are these guys are um, it's tough. Running backs are very, very, very difficult. That's why you need a lot of them. And we got a lot of them coming out in this class. So, Fenero, you are crushing it on your Rookie Fever player profiles. Tell them where to find those. Oh, you can find them <laughs> on our feed at Rookie Fever. We got one coming out every Monday and Wednesday all the way up to the draft. All of mine are scheduled. We have, uh, I think, a total of maybe 20, well, 20s. Let's put it that way. I think somewhere between 24 and 26 lined up already. And uh, yeah, dude, it's it's been it's been fun. I don't know why. I think this is this is the most fun I've had in the three years we've been doing this. I don't know exactly what's going on this year, but um, these guests have been killing it. And I think that's I was actually I was stopping the other day because every single contributor that is out there is doing rookie profiles now. Right. Like we did it three years ago and I felt like we were the only ones doing it. And I said, you know, I, th- I thought there and I, th- I thought, I'm like, wow, that's kind of cool though. Right. That everybody's it's funny doing too. This, Cause this you notice everybody need. says they've been doing it for like five years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and you, and you just like, let them say it. And you're yep. just like, no, you haven't. Cause we've been doing it longer and we haven't been doing it that long. But I thought about it. Swags. I thought, I thought, you know what, what makes ours, what makes ours like, different what makes our special and i know what it is most of these other profiles there's there's one or two guys just going at it and then that's who you get you get their view and nobody else's we get 20 or more different debbie um all kinds of guys across the industry to get unique opinions alongside of you and i and our opinions um all season long and no as far as i know i don't know anybody else that's doing it like that and I think yeah. that is, I think that is superiorly unique. I think you do not hear the same guys saying the same stuff in the same format. You hear organic discussions, twenty to thirty-five minutes long, which is also very long time, but packed with content. We're not just doing uh, banter back and forth and talking about each other's podcasts. We are talking about that profile and that profile only. I have two questions. I think you do too. At the end of each profile, where we talk a little bit of, more about the class on who people like. 
are hanging their hat on and who they're think the players are going to overdraft. But I think it's I think it's bringing on a, a different guest every single pod for that. That that really makes these unique and special because everyone yeah. is just so different every year. And I think like what you said about the end of the show too, there where we might ask those questions. I think that that stuff also is sprinkled in throughout the entire show. Because like you said, every guest is a little bit different. So you're getting different views, different build ideas, like different perspectives of what they do in their dynasty, Davide, Campus, Canton leagues. Oh, great point. And it, it's all sprinkled in throughout the show and every conversation is a little bit different. And I think that we rub off on our guests and our guests, I think, rub off on us a lot. And I think mm-hmm. that um, those relationships that we build through that, I think that um, you can hear. I mean, we have people now coming on our shows being, you know, this is the had Brandon Lejeune on. He said, this is going to be my fifth and sixth one with you this year. You yep. know what I mean? So yep. if there's one disheartening thing about this time of year, it's seeing how many podcasts feel like they have to talk about rookies and um, become a destination that they're not. Good point. And the the ideas and strategies that we're missing out on because everybody thinks this is that important. Yep, and, they're all um, gonna let go of them like a like a like a balloon. They're just like a hot, yeah. You know, they're just gonna let go as soon as the right time hits, and they're all gonna do it at the same time. And that's exactly what we don't do. We build so, off of these profiles all throughout the year. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, and one thing, Fenero, I don't do a lot, um, but that's that's what I'm trying to do is super flexible pot is like not talk about all this shit. Like it's yeah. it's a it's a goal of mine because I think that there's so much we're missing out on this time of year. I think there's so many very important things that we can be doing. Um, and, and, and what Fenero and I do here is different, but... I don't know. I just want to, I, I know that a lot of you listen to us and you're like, damn you swags. <laughs> and, and I, I know that you got more in the tank than just trying to talk about the next like five or 10 rookies to help build teams. I know you got something for us and um, I want to challenge you, man, to help build teams, help build teams. Hey, is that Hot Park TV? <laughs> At Ockbach TV, <laughs> that is he, 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 and I am at Swagzilla Zero G, and this is at Rookie Fever, Rookie Fever, and we are out, are we out? We're out. We're out. When you kiss me, when you hold me tight, fever, in the morning, fever all through the night. Sun lights up the daytime, moonlights up the night. I light up when you call my name, and you know I'm gonna treat you right. Rookie fever, when you kiss me, fever when you hold me tight. That is something you all know Fever isn't such a new thing Fever started long ago now Who got the one-on-one scouting has never done this Stupid go and run I told you anyone Size and speed just on real landing spot Not ideal Wait, what's this breakout age for rookie fever stage? Romeo loved Juliet Juliet, she felt the same 
When he put his arms around her He said, Julie, baby, you're my friend I'll give a fever When we kiss it Fever without blaming you Fever I'm a fire Fever, yeah, I burn for soon Fever, Cause I got the fever, now you got the fever So she got the fever, and she got the fever No cure for the fever, so let's feed the fever Thank God for the fever Thank God for the fever Fever, now you got the fever, now you got the fever